welcome. This is Erica Glessing, and you're joining me for The Erica Glessing Show. Today's show, I'm really super excited about it. I've got someone um, in New York with me, which, of course, I love to go to different places with the show. Mm -hmm. The woman who's joining me, she is a 12-time Emmy award-winning journalist. She's an executive producer. She's host of the Broadway, Broadway Profiles, but you might have seen her on the evening news. Very blessed to have with me the creative and talented Tamson Fidel. Welcome, Tamson. Hi there. How are you? I am good. I'm ready to rock in 2020. I don't know about you. Oh, gosh. I'm so ready. Right? I know. It's just such, it, I, I have such high hopes because I look at 2020 and I think, you know, we all need some clear vision, right? Oh my gosh. I, you know what? I, I believe it. And I, and I feel like as the, as the January one gets closer, we're kind of getting it. Don't you think? We are, um, we are going to be in a new, a new time. It's a new time. You know, I saw so much of people choosing to not do things anymore at the end of 2019. They're like, you know what? That didn't work for me. And 2020 feels like more space, you know? Yeah, I hope so. And I, I think it's also about just, you know, trying to figure things out and focus. There's there's so many different distractions. And I feel like we say it every year, but I've never seen it like it is now. And I think just kind of coming back to basics and focusing and just giving yourself time to have clarity instead of, you know, wake up in the morning, pick up the phone, go through the Instagram feed, go through all the Apple news, go through, you know, I feel like we're at warp speed these days and it's it's difficult and it's hard to process and it's hard to really just kind of uh, settling on what you want. And I've, I've been doing what you're doing is kind of taking the time to get ready um, to, you know, to do it the right way. And so I have some clarity on what I want next. You know, I'm interested in creativity and we've had that conversation briefly before mm -hmm. we started the recording. Yeah, uh, tell me first about a time like when you weren't inspired or when things were kind of like not really were. I mean, it's hard when you have such a beautiful profile as you, but time when it didn't work and then what you did to kind of turn that around. Yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I, um, I, I look, we all have it. Like we have the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of everything. I think, you know, uh, around my divorce was a really tough time for me. It was a time that, um, you know, I had everything was new, new, new friends, uh, new people that were out there, new relationships you know, a uh, new way of looking at things, new, new apartment in terms of, you know, somebody not in my apartment anymore. So that was a lot of firsts for me. And it was a time I was not creative at all and couldn't have even imagined, you know, picking up my computer and writing again or um, kind of figuring a way out of that hole. And in time, you know, what I did, I guess, you know, I did everything in kind of 90 day increments for myself because it was the only way I could make a habit work. And I just, I was very systematic about it and just said, like, today you're doing, you're really simple. You're getting up, you're going to walk the dog, you're going to go get coffee, you're going to get yourself dressed, you're going to go to work. The next day you're going to get up, walk the dog, get yourself coffee, you're going to, you know, try to just sit down in front of your computer and write one page and then you're going to go to work. And, and I found that that was really the way that I had to go about things in my life. And it was about kind of shedding the old decluttering. I know we say spark joy now, but there was, there was no such thing as that before. Then it was just kind of like decluttering your life. And I tried to do that in a lot of different ways. My home, uh, you know, people that were not good for me anymore and kind of toxic and weighing me down uh, projects I was working on that made no sense anymore. And I just, I figured out that that was a way to do it for me and I kind of followed that path and I, I went in 90 day increments 
And I wound up at the end of that writing a book, you know, three plus years later, it took me a long time, uh, but to but to get those ideas down of how I got out of that place where I couldn't figure out how to pivot and was finally able to do that. Exactly. You know, and I just got chills when you said that, because for me, like coming out of a divorce myself, I had written about happiness for you, Mm -hmm. you know, that was my main theme. And then there was so much weird crap (laughs) that that was like, how can I be a happiness expert and go through divorce? Well, it did end up being the happiest thing for me, of course, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting what stops us, like what blocks us, what keeps us from being in that creation space. And I love this that you said, like, I will write one page, you know, I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's overwhelming if you try to do whatever it is, whether it's writing, whether it's, you know, getting back into acting, whether it's going back to your job and, you know, being all in, whatever it is, it can be very, very overwhelming. And when you get overwhelmed, there's, you know, two responses, you either run from it or you're paralyzed and you have to decide which one it, for me, it was paralyzed. I just, I didn't have the, the flight kind of response. I had the, I can't do anything at all kind of response. And wow. I really had to work, I worked my way out of it. I, you know, I took up yoga. I didn't do meditation, which I'm trying to learn how to do now, but I did yoga and I just made myself very committed to sort of going through the basics to be able to, you know, it was kind of survival really. You know, I wanted to chat with you. I'm just going to sort of jump around a little bit. Everyone who knows mm-hmm. me loves this about me. <laughs> it's partly because I'm ADD, but tell me a little bit about your passion for like being inspired and meeting interesting women. I'm very curious about how you kind of seem to surround yourself by other light beings. And I, and I, I really think there's something to putting yourself in this space of greatness and you seem to really have a knack for that. So I just kind of wanted to ask you a little bit more. Yeah, you know what I like I like stories. That's what that's what my job is. I'm a journalist and, and by nature I just love people's stories and I, I think that that's really what it is. And it's it's um it's just kind of served me. I, I enjoy hearing stories. They inspire me way more than I inspire them, I think. And um I like to repeat the stories to other people to help them. And that's kinda of, you know, that's what my that's what my job is all about. That's what I do every single day of my life. And so I think that that's you know, that is how I seem to find my way to people that I just, I think are really incredible. If you were going to coach someone on awakening a book or awakening a creative, you know, mm-hmm. a Broadway play or just staying with something, what, what would you coach them? What would be some of the things you might recommend? Uh, you know, I, I guess I think that you really need to do whatever it is you do for yourself. I find that a lot of people do things because they think that's what they're supposed to do next, and they don't necessarily find happiness in it. I uh, spoke with somebody recently who's an attorney and never really wanted to be an attorney. Not not ever what she wanted to do. She wanted to be on Broadway. And I said, that's what that's what you need to do then. And uh, now <laughs> two years later, you know, she's running around and she's doing that. She's working on different Broadway shows and it wow. might not be the capacity that she was going to do it at 25 years old or 19 years old, but, but she's doing it. And so I think you have to really focus on what you want and go after it. And I, I don't think there's any time better than there is right now because you have, we have access to things. We don't, we don't need so many experts in our world to be able to get to people and people are sort of at our fingertips, right? And Absolutely. I think if you are determined and you reach out and you figure out what exactly it is you want and you stay in that area and you're passionate about it, people feel that and they want to help you. I really believe that and it sounds kind of trite, but I, I really do believe that people feel that kind of energy and they want to be surrounded by it. You know, we had another conversation last time we chatted about 
as a woman who is aging, like as a woman Mm -hmm. in the newsroom, who's not 28 anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have Mm -hmm. this, you've been able to, yeah, you've been able to like kick it. And, and it it really wasn't done. Like even when I was young, like it wasn't seen, you could not be 50 and be a woman on television. Mm -mm. Tell me Mm -mm. a little bit about what it takes to keep, like keep that game on. Uh, You know, I, I don't really know. I think it's, I think it's the the time that we're living in right now, honestly. You know, I, I don't think about my age as much anymore, but I will say I, I, I sat next to, uh, you know, uh, um, somebody, a woman who was about 15 years my senior in another market when I was younger, and she said, you better get ready because you're going to cap out around 40. <laughs> oh and God. I was, you know, in my early 30s, and I went, 40? I've only have like eight years left. What? what? And so I, and I, so I've, I have, I've woken up every day wondering if this is a day I'm going to be irrelevant. And it, it isn't until recently, what, and I still have those fears, you know, but it hasn't been until just recently that I go, Hey, wait a minute. I, wait, okay. I got past 40. I got past 45. I'm yeah. doing okay. Yeah. But I think but that's a really scary thing. And it's a sad, it's uh, sad to say about society, because I think it's only just recently, maybe in the past year or two, that I've seen women even admit when they're 50 years old. And um, so they have been my inspiration, that's for sure. But as I kind of chart my my own path, I really have to look to them to say, is it okay that I'm saying my age? Is it okay <laughs> that I'm doing that? Isn't that crazy? It's it's yeah. just so wrong, but no, I'm, uh, I'm so proud of where it. we've gotten. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can't wait years. to see where we're going to be. I do too. So why don't you just share with us a little bit about Tamsin this year? What kinds of things are you up to? What are you creating? Obviously, people can find you on the news every day in New York City. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yes. I'm on uh, WPIX TV uh, every day, Monday through Friday. I do the 5, 6, and 10 o'clock newscasts. I work on a Broadway show, and um, that's a a show on television, not an actual. I'm not dancing and singing at night, I wish, but um, (laughs) but it's it's a show covering Broadway because that's very exciting to me. And then um, at work, I do a segment called Changemakers, where I really get to interview a lot of these amazing, amazing people that are making change because that is inspiring to me. I just, I love to see it. And then I'm working on another book too. And so that is, you know, kind of more along the lines of what we're talking about is how to figure out what to do next and how to be okay with what we do next and be okay with pivots in our lives and not uh, second guess them. And if we do second guess them, let that be okay too. I love it. You know, I I know for me that I had no idea that I would be this vivacious and creative at this time in my life. Like, you know, I remember in my 20s, I was also a news reporter. And I just remember thinking, I better do my career now, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I no, remember I being like, I better have my career now because, you know, I really didn't have the awareness of how much would be possible going into our 60s and going into our 70s. And and I meet these amazing people now that are doing things well into their years. So it sounds to me, it's kind of a, what I'm hearing from you is just really don't give up hope. Well, I think don't give up hope and figure out what it is that you want to do so you can work your way on that path. I've met so many people that have kind of done two things at the same time. They've made, you know, they've been 100% focused and, you know, in where they are today to make sure that they enjoy every moment of that. But they also are very aware that they might want to do something else or there might just be a pivot coming, whether it's of, you know, because they decided to pivot or because uh, somebody else pivoted them. But whatever it is, they're ready for that next place in life instead of dreading it or being fearful of right. it or regretting it right. and I think that that's really important because all that is just kind of wasted energy there's nothing that's going to come good out of that and by the way we've all been there 
we've all been there in terms of not, you know, not knowing what's next and being fearful of it. But I think if you, uh, you know, if you pay attention to what you want, you, you listen to what you want and not what Instagram says you could do or, you know, or what Facebook is telling you, what your friends are doing on Facebook or what your frenemies are doing on Facebook. You know, I think if you're really focused on exactly what it is that you want to do and are going to do, then you'll position yourself in the right area and you'll meet those influential people and you'll meet those people that can maybe move you to the next thing. By the way, the influencers don't have to be the ones with millions of, of, of followers. Influencers could be somebody that, you know, you've known for a really long time that knows somebody else or just encourages you the right way. I think that's really important. We've gotten so taken over by the word influencers. I think everybody's an influencer in their own way. You know, I had a book, it was my first book in 2007, and it mm -hmm. influenced one woman to write nine books. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. back on that. And I really didn't see that book as a success. You know, I didn't see it as a commercial right. success. I, it was my first book. I didn't, it, it was interesting. I mean, I kind of didn't know how to love it because I had some trouble in that area. Um, but you might get your inspiration from a sunrise. I mean, you don't know where the inspiration sure. is from. Like you might wake up and go, holy crap, how many more sunrises will I have? And if I don't have very many, what am I doing with them? <laughs> You know? Right. Absolutely right. I mean, this is, you know, this is all temporary. We're all here for a, a finite amount of time and it's temporary. And I try to remember that all the time when I get super stressed out or super frustrated. And it's, it's kind of how I conduct myself after my divorce. Uh, some best piece of advice that I got came from somebody I wasn't a huge fan of. And he said to me, uh, but he knew I was upset. And he said to me, um, not going to be like this 365 days from now and I was like what I can't get through today <laughs> but he was right I, I didn't wow. even remember what it was like 365 yeah. days later and I think that that's important to note well you're so inspirational Tamson I'm I'm really grateful oh, that you, you took the time and came by the show and everyone who's listening I just want you to kind of not just hear the words she's saying but if you look at just you know, coming in, what, as a Lebanese-American woman, and you came in and just really every single day knock it out of the ballpark. I'm just inspired by you and so thankful that you could, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And I did want oh, to also um, invite you to share with my audience how we can reach you, maybe find your old books, new books, and work with you, find out more about you. Yeah, absolutely. My book is the new single, and it's about finding, fixing, and falling back in love with yourself after a breakup or divorce, and that's on Amazon. And uh, my website is tamsonfidel.com, or you can hit me up on social media. I'm always on uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. I love it. And look for a new book coming in 2020, most likely. <laughs> yes, I yes, hope so. I hope so. It's definitely in the works. So we need to keep an eye out for Tamsin. Yes, I will let yeah. you know. I promise I will be back. Great. If that is, a, If you will have me. Absolutely. Thanks so much for coming. All right. Thank you.